Prepare yourself for Listoff, the gaming podcast where your hosts, Brian and Ryan, rank the things they love. Three, two, one, Listoff. This week, we watch and not play our top five video game movies. How's it going, Ryan? Good, good, Brian. How are you? And today, we also have a special guest, Keith from the Main Quest, our first special guest. How's it going, Keith? <laughs> it's going good. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Doing so great. I know it's not your first time being on another podcast, but how does it feel to be both of our first times? <laughs> um, you know, it's like I said uh, before the show, um, it's just weird to be a part of a podcast that I listen to all the time. Um, well, thank you. So it's just, it's one of those cases where I have to remember that I'm actually part of the conversation mm-hmm. and not just listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I get I that. that. I do that all the time. I just let Brian talk. I never talk over him. <laughs> never, <laughs> ever. But so I have to come out of the gate strong at you guys because I have to clear some things up that the community have been debating about for, for months now Uh-oh. about some of the things that you guys have said. So, okay. oh. Ryan, first off, you're wrong about the number one quick time event being the fight between Baldur uh, and Kratos and God of War. Completely okay. wrong. It's obviously the number one quick time event. Is obviously the boss battle with Slash in Guitar Hero Three. One hundred percent. Clearly, I've been there. And, and Brian, uh, stop being weird and playing video games with inverted controls. Nobody. Oh does. no. That is a win, dude. And I will take it. Completely wrong. Oh man. Inverted used to be the default. Back in my day, that was the default. And I'm sticking with that. Things change for a reason. No. No (laughs) way. I I have to say I appreciate it, but you did say last episode, like it's it's objectively the natural way to play. And I, it's 2v1 here, man. All right. Well, we're going to get some inverted <laughs> guests on next time. And we'll right. see how that goes. Deal. Deal. This will be our, our guest topic every time. Yeah. So uh, do you play any games this week, Keith? Oh, boy, have I. Um, so I've been playing Returnal. And I started it a couple of weeks ago. And I kind of had to drop off of it uh, due to some other games that I had to play getting in the way for my own show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I recently returned to it uh, over the, this past weekend. Um, and I got pretty far. I am now officially in the fourth biome and, or no, no, I just beat the fourth biome. I, nice. Oh my God. This just in, I beat the fourth <laughs> biome last night. What did you think of the boss Literally of that fourth biome? Like that, that I beat whole, him on the first try. That whole music, me too, same. But that whole music buildup? Yes. Like, oh, yes. so good, right? Oh, my God. I have no idea what's happening in the story, if I'm I honest. Know. I don't, I, <laughs> you never find out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'm in the fifth biome, and it's very tough. I've only played it, like, two times. Um, and I'm getting to that point where I'm probably going to have to drop the game again. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe the break will help me out, you know, um, cause I think when you're going at a game, uh, like Returnal, that's so balls to the wall, you know, hard with, with difficulty, oh, yeah. a break can be nice to kind of, um, let your reflexes, you know, kind of adjust or whatever. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, Do you think that Returnal is the type of game where you will lose like all the different ways to play it? Like you kind of have that muscle memory or do you think it'll just come all right back? Um, I think it might take maybe a run or two to get going again, to get, mm-hmm. to get adjusted for me personally. I mean, I, I was having a heck of a time with the, the first two biomes initially. And um, I always heard the third biome people having like the hardest time with that. It was the boss for me. And <laughs> I actually got through that like maybe the quick oh yeah maybe the quickest yeah. out of all of them so far. Yeah, you said a um, few tries, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, and um, so I think um, and then I got through the fourth one pretty easily as well. Although it was rough, I don't like having to start at that biome again. <laughs> now, now that I'm on the fifth one, I hate starting off at the fourth one. Oh, yeah, because um, the game kind of resets you in this new new setting basically right right is that spoilers no i don't think so i mean you're not getting into specifics there right yeah well so yeah so it starts you off in this new biome basically and i hate it um Mm -hmm. but it um, really goes places after that third biome though oh yes yeah yes i I, like no spoilers some things happen and you're just like wait what kind of game is this yes i'm like what am i playing (laughs) yeah exactly is the game playing me it is (laughs) it definitely is but it's also one of those games where i'm like i feel like it is actively trying to make you miserable because (laughs) i'll know i will start a new run and i will just get the worst rng like the worst oh yeah drops Mm -hmm. the worst Mm -hmm. pickups sometimes i just might not come across anything the entire run right um there's some things that i don't like about it like getting caught in kind of like the geometry of the stages when you're in the middle Mm. of like a battle there's like a a horde coming after you um i don't think they indicate well enough where an enemy is unless you're actively looking at the map or they're attacking you Mm -hmm. um i think that's a little bit messy um but overall, I mean, I'm having a great, great time with it. I'm definitely going to come back to it. And I hope to finish it before the years, the year is out. So, yeah, you are a gaming legend, so it's expected. <laughs> of course, expected. of course. And I honestly, I don't know why Pokey hasn't got back to me on Twitter. I'm still <laughs> trying to figure out if she's going to be a hot tub streamer or not. <laughs> right? <laughs> Who is it? Who is it? <laughs> what about no, you I guys? Mean, what have you guys I, been playing? I, I have to say, uh, I have not played more Returnal, but you know, you, you're definitely uh, warming my heart with the talk of it. And um, well, you're getting ready for Ratchet and Clank. I am. I am. And also, Brian, you had asked Keith if it was the type of game where if you take a break, you will lose your, you know, your prowess. Right? I actually find that I am better at other games because of Returnal. Oh um, wow. So I've been playing No Man's Sky. Uh, it doesn't really translate directly to No Man's Sky. However, I am really, really enjoying that game. It's I like didn't... the most relaxing game versus the most stressful game. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. I wouldn't call No Man's Sky relaxing. At times, oh, it's yeah, not it relaxing. There's a lot of like, oh, the weather's going to kill me. I better find resources. Yeah. But, you know, it's never it's never too stressful. There's an abundance of the resources you need to survive anywhere you go. Uh, I will say that... Um, I'm really digging it. I mentioned on Instagram and to Brian that I found a whole system of planets, which apparently is a thing that happens regularly in the game. 
but it was the f- first time anything like that had happened to me. And I just was like giddy. It made me feel so happy. Like it's pretty incredible. And I don't even care that it's not unique that you can find something in a game that's like four or five years old now. Right. And I'm the first one to discover it. Like, that's pretty cool. It's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. Did you name everything, the planet, the fauna, everything? Well, it's, it's already named. It just you says, can rename things. Oh, oh I don't yeah. know about the planet. I know you yeah. can rename like animals and stuff. That's tricky. I didn't rename animals, but how do they stop that from getting like pretty pretty bad? You know, I, I don't know if there are. There's uh, got to yeah. be some sort of filter or Probably, some check, right? yeah. checks and balances yeah. or something. Yeah, but uh, no, it's it's been a lot of fun. I'm definitely going to play more of it. However, I am going to have to take a break because Ratchet and Clank is coming out. The game oh, yeah. that Returnal made me better at though is The Last of Us Part Two. Um, I remember that being, di- I'm, I'm replaying that as well. And I remember it being more difficult during my first playthrough, but now it's not difficult. And I find myself being way more aggressive, therefore getting through the game a lot faster, sure. which is wonderful. Um, and the upgrade to the PS5 is so cool. It could easily have been a, a PS5 game with the way it plays and looks. It's still yeah. mind blowing. I had one of the scenes, if, if you've played the game, I don't want to give any spoilers, but I'll give a vague synopsis. It's at night and there's a lot of fire around you and the, the lighting in that scene and like the rain effects are just, oh, it's, it blows my mind. And, I, I haven't played Last of Us 2 on the PS5, but I did play it on the PS4 when it came mm-hmm. out. And I remember looking at it and I was like, this this is it graphically. Like this is the peak of what yeah. the PS4 yeah. can do. I mean, it looked amazing. It looked like a PS5 game without right. being a PS5 game. Right. You know? I, I definitely think it's where the uh, PS4 peaked. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've been playing. Uh, how about you, Brian? Yeah, so I didn't play much. Um, I did jump on Game Pass and my iPhone with the Backbone controller, which is still just mind-blowing every time I do that. That's cool. And I played a little bit of Maneater. I don't know if yeah. either of you have played this at all. I played um, a teeny but- bit. This is the the shark simulator where you're just going around and oh, eating yeah. everything. I heard about that. Um, it's so like it, GTA with a shark. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it it very much is like GTA with a shark because it, as soon as you surface, there are people just in boats screaming at you, and there, there there's a lot of that kind of I don't know what you would call it from from GTA, just the snark um, where people are like, oh, it's a shark, like that's that's crazy, and then like <laughs> you just jump up and eat them, and they're they just like scream a little bit and they're like, go away shark. Like, get out of here. We don't want you here. It's like a shark just came up and ate this person. And that's what you have to say. Um, but I will say for this streaming future that we're entering uh, the, the controls were, were great. Once I was in the stream for like five minutes, I, I have to think that they like kind of server side make sure that you're dedicated to playing this game before they say like okay like let's let's get this person in in the game and make sure they're they're getting a smooth experience because always when i start these streams it's really choppy and either the controls are laggy or the the bit rate is just horrible but then it resolves itself so i hope that's something that is resolved over time because i think it's an exciting thing um but that's that's kind of it. Um, I mentioned last week that I beat Jedi Fallen Order. I haven't really played any more of that. Um, and I am so jealous of Ratchet coming out. I really <laughs> just get just, a PS5. Yeah, yeah. It's so just, easy. Just just go to Target <laughs> yeah, and yeah. pick one up. I mean, they have exactly. a bunch. 
so that's what I'm excited for. And then, you know, E3 is right around the corner. So I'm, I'm ready to spend some money on the inevitable sales that are coming through. Yeah. Have yeah. you uh, jumped back into, um, oh man, what's it called? Now I'm having a brain fart. The um, flight simulator for uh, Star Wars. Squadrons. Um, Squadrons. Squadrons, yes. Have you played any so more of that? I didn't. Um, I, I absolutely will. That, that game is going to get my attention for sure. Um, I really, really liked uh, what I played of it. VR is the way to play, but it's, it's a bit to set up and like get involved. Like I, I put on contact lenses. I like, you, you know, guys are like literally sure. the only podcast I listen to where you guys are actively playing VR. Yeah. Which really? is crazy. yeah. I feel yeah. like a okay. lot of people who game kind of stay away from it or just don't, don't play it. And I'm not really sure why it's, it's refreshing to hear. Cause you never hear anybody talk about it anymore. Right. You know, yeah. do you have it's a headset cool. at all, Keith? I don't. Um, okay. It, the price range is kind of keeping me away. Also, the sure. lack of room. Um, right. Also, so I will say a Quest Two. It's it's not <laughs> expensive. It's three hundred dollars. And uh, I'll be I mean, the devil which, on my shoulder. Well, I'm like <laughs> it's not expensive, but three hundred dollars. I get it, right? Like that's right. still three hundred dollars you could have for something else. But um, as far like as a this, Series X, right? Exactly. <laughs> which is you know debatably better, right? Um, but I do think that if there was a matter of room and, and ease of use, it's really the way to go because now you can tether it to your PC. If you have a VR ready PC and everything, I sound like a salesman here, but like you do, you do. I love VR. I can't say enough good things about it. I I have experienced VR. My, my brother has a headset. He's got, um, the one for the PlayStation, um, PSVR. Yeah. PSVR. Yeah. Uh, so I have, I've played some stuff and it is, yeah, it's, really cool and i'm when i eventually get to resident evil 7 um i'd love to play that i'd love to play that in vr all right be uh, careful what you wish for yeah (laughs) but anyway intense game yeah for sure for sure all right well should we get into these lists yeah let's do it So yeah, we're looking at our top five video game movies, which there have been a lot more in recent years. I'll, mm. I'll say I had a tough time with this list because A, it's been a while since I've seen a lot of these and B, I have not seen a lot of video game movies. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, to hear what, what movies you guys have on your list because I really struggled with some of these, but we'll, <laughs> we'll see where we go. So I, yeah, yeah, I brought up a list of movies, video game movies. I'm like, I didn't even know all of these existed. Yeah. Like, yeah. why are there three or four blood rain movies? Oh God. Right. <laughs> like, I knew one of them. I knew one existed at least. Well, there one. goes my list. That was, I had all three. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. That and alone in the dark, right. right. And, uh, <laughs> House of the dead. <laughs> so yeah, Keith, you want to start us off with your honorable mention? Yes, my honorable mention would be Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, yeah, I remember the run up to this game. Come or this game. Here we go. Right. That's yeah. the first time how talking about movies. Will this, how yeah. many times will we do this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember when this movie, the run up to the movie coming out, um, and just how awful it looked. Um, like pre oh, yeah. because of yep because yeah. of Sonic's like initial design spooky spooky Sonic and I'm gonna be honest I still kind of want to see that movie 
because yeah. it's got to be out there. For sure. Oh, and yeah. I was going to see it either way. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like I feel, you know, how like people started like hashtag release a Snyder cut or whatever. Yeah. I need yeah. to release the Sanic. Yeah, the Sanic, yeah, the Sanic, the Sanic. Cut or the Cursed Cut. <laughs> yeah. Because um, right. it's got to exist. It's not like they deleted it or something. Yeah, they wouldn't right? have thrown all that know. away. I don't know how that works. Right. Yeah, I don't either. But um, anyway, so uh, even after they fixed Sonic, my expectations were still pretty low. Yeah. And when I went to go see it, saw it in theaters, I came out the other side and I was like, that's pretty enjoyable movie, actually. Yeah. Um, it's just like a really well thought out kids movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, you know, a little bit of fan service for some of people our age, you know, yeah. uh, who grew up with Sonic. So, um, yeah, I, th- I just thought it was great. Love the end credits too, with like the little, um, you know, sixteen or thirty-two bit animations and sixteen bit animations, and right. the Green Hill Zone remix yeah. playing and stuff is really cool. It was really cool. I actually really enjoyed that movie. Nice. Yeah, yeah it's a good, it's one. a worthy it's addition movie. for sure. I have to say, um, I did see the uh, end credits of that film, so it may or may not make my list. And I, I agree, it's a good. It's worth mentioning. Like they were, they were a lot of fun. They really impressed me as well. Highest grossing movie of 2020. Saying a lot. Really? I had no idea. I <laughs> yeah. had no did it come idea. out in 20? Oh, yeah. It did come yeah, out in 2020. It was like February. So yeah. Was like Pre COVID? Wow. Right. Oh, man. So 2020 had a, it had a little <laughs> bit of a help, yeah. right? Hey, it had Tenant. So that was oh, supposed yeah. to be a big one. But well, yeah, that, that was, was smack like dagging in, in the middle yeah, of right. it. So <laughs> exactly. yeah, right. that was in the heart of COVID. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. What, what about you, Ryan? What's your right. honorable mention? Well, my honorable mention, not my runner-up, my honorable <laughs> mention, I will say that every week now, is uh, Tomb Raider. But which Tomb Raider? Right. Which Tomb Big Raider? question. Yeah. It's the new one. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the old ones weren't bad films, but they were definitely products of their time. Right. Uh, 2000s action movies were just always over the top, and the stakes were incredibly high it was like not either you're saving earth or you're saving the whole universe right. <laughs> uh the the more recent tomb raider film with alicia vikander i think was just way more grounded it was very much a retelling of the tomb raider reboot right but it, it was good for that reason it was a grounded story you got to see how Lara croft became this bad tough girl you know instead of her already being one and having all the tools of the trade and just being totally unstoppable. And there was never a fear of loss. Like in this film, she was getting hurt and uh, yeah, it was just more grounded and it was, it had Walter Goggins. So, I mean, come on, it's a good movie. If it's got Walt Goggins, right. <laughs> Hateful eight. Like, come on, you guys, you guys watch movies. I have right? never seen that movie. Uh, yeah. Who's, who's Walter Goggins started the first time I saw Walt Goggins, he was in the shield. Do you remember that? Walt show, the Goggins. Shield? Oh, you guys are best we're, friends. We're okay. tight. We're tight. Me, right. me and Walter go way back. No, but uh, you ever seen the old show that shield with Michael Chiklis? I'm aware uh, of it. I know of it. Yeah. Well, he was on that show. He was like one of the, one of his team member cops, you know, and he was on, um, gosh, justified. He watched that show ever justified with, uh, Timothy Oliphant. Oh my god! <laughs> You're losing me. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, anyway, he's a good actor. He's in a lot of a lot of. Movies. Is he the dad or not the dad? But the like the bad guy. The bad guy. Okay. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. I, I can is. see him from this movie, yeah. but yeah. He was also in uh, Django Unchained. He's been in a ton. 
Okay. Anyway. Yeah, he was he was good in it. I liked it. Anyway, Brian's turn. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nobody knows who Walter Goggins is except for me. Right. Let me just right. name drop old Walty Goggins. <laughs> so I'm going to break the rules, I think. Um, Ryan, you might not like this one, but I put it as my runner up, my honorable mention, because I wasn't sure how you'd feel about it. But I put on here Ready Player One. This is not technically a video game. But there's a lot of video game stuff in it. I would say you're it's like all about firmly breaking the rules. Okay, well that's why I put it at the the not not in the actual list. Yeah, no, I oh, guess this it. is I mean, awkward. Yeah, it really, it really, you really went off. Ryan the deep just end. pulled out a noose. <laughs> right, <laughs> really weird. So, I mean, I can see why you would put it in. I would have hey, accepted like got, the Castlevania series even over this because eh, that's TV at least show, like though. a video game. Thing sure, though. sure. No, anyway, yeah. it's cool. Well, it's cool. Ready Player One. It, you know, Master Chief's there. Um, yeah, Overwatch true. characters are there. Borderlands. You know, it's it's got video game characters in there. At least Overwatch I didn't watch characters in that movie. Yeah, yeah Tracers yeah. in there, like a yeah. bunch. Actually. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she's just like zipping around and not really doing much, but. Yeah. Yeah, I actually like this movie a lot. Just just to talk about it a little bit, I I haven't read the book. I'm actually uh, reading it right now because uh, I, I was interested in it. Um, but it's it's a very popcorn movie, and mm. no, it is not the best movie in the world. But it was fun, kind of like scanning every single frame of this to see what kind of video game characters were there and and what they were doing. And it had that really cool final battle. So oh, yeah. I think it had enough to like being an entertaining flick. Um, but yeah, squarely breaking the rules with that one. I, I agree. All jokes aside, I could definitely see why this movie would fall on a video game movie list. Sure. Um, it was enjoyable for the reasons you said, like seeing what was in the background and what little nods they had to obscure games and things like that. Did you, you said you never read the book, but Keith, have you ever read the book? Yes. So having read the book, I, I personally felt like the movie was fine, but it was a disappointment from what the book is, but I don't know if you felt the same way. I'm not sure if that's, well, I mean, I think a big running thing, especially with my list that I have here Mm -hmm. is it's very hard to make a movie adaptation from something that can be a little more fleshed out. Yeah. Um, Right. So like you can write a very large book and it won't matter. You can Mm -hmm. make a 70 hour video game and it doesn't matter, but you have to fit all of that content into at least 120 minutes right yeah, if you want to make a, a big movie. ask yeah so it's, it's why i'm not holding out hope for uncharted but we'll we'll see where that goes so with ready ready player one they did the the best that they could you sure. know yeah, absolutely yeah it was enjoyable yeah so I'll, it's I'll out of the way it. i'll allow it again i like this was like one of the only movies that I've seen that was like in the video game realm. So it, it kind of had to, to like, pick a spot. <laughs> I, yeah, actually it's a good thing we have a guest because this is the only way Brian would do the video game movie list. Right. <laughs> I could not fill out 10 plus one. There was no way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, it's, I think it's funny. You're a, you know, kind of, hoping i would approve like it doesn't matter if i approve it's like it's your list man it's a good it's a good <laughs> well pick. i already it's know listening to your last episode ryan is going to be very disappointed in me Uh-oh. with one of my picks so i'm also kind of breaking the rules too <laughs> so let's get into your number five right all right so my number five <laughs> you guys are gonna love all of these my number five is street fighter okay which one? Um, <laughs> the anime? The no, Stephen E. D'Souza film. 
from 1990, was it 95? I think it was the same year Mortal Kombat came out, right? Sounds about right. <laughs> I have tabs open. I should use them. Um, sorry. Professional, 94. So it actually came out the year before Mortal Kombat. Um, lost you guys. No, Sorry. it's good you have the tabs open because um, you're out, you're out here naming directors, and I'm like naming Walter Goggins. <laughs> I don't know who I, directed Tomb Raider. I guess that's a deep cut, right? I don't know. So I don't know. Street Fighter is just really stupid, really fun, and I mean like stupid in like a good way. Um, and I don't know how much liberty the director took with the plot of this movie. Like I've seen like various, like some of the street fighter animes I've seen some of the comic books. Um, admittedly, I, I'm not a very big fan of the street fighter games only because I'm very bad at them. Right. I've only played street <laughs> fighter two and an ex of mine bought me street fighter four when it came out. And, um, I tried my best to get good at street fighter four. It just was not happening. Um, I'm in the same boat with those wow, games. So it's I would, just... if we had a street fighter tournament right now, I would reign Supreme. That is, that makes me yes. feel very good. But if we had a mortal Kombat tournament, I would lose. Now I'm a mortal Kombat guy. So, <laughs> so is Brian. Yeah. Perfect. That, that would be Here my we go. We could just gang up on you. That's, that, right? would, that would and tell you that ready player one should be on the list. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, all right. I give. <laughs> it's allowed it's allowed no i agree like the 1995 street fighter film was definitely a stupid movie no i'm kidding <laughs> oh God, it is though it is but it's so great and going back to like the plot so like i don't know i mean street fighter must have a plot you know obviously it can't just be people fighting each other yeah right because there's so much content out there so, like i said the animes and the, the mangas and stuff like that um they tend to have a general plot to them yeah, but um, basically, I, if you haven't seen this movie in a nutshell, it revolves around Guile, for some reason, who is out to rescue his war buddy, Blanca, from, <laughs> from Bison, uh, while not like the actual animal and Bison, right? <laughs> uh, while also stopping Bison from basically creating a shopping mall. This is end plan. <laughs> My God, uh, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's um, pretty cool. Yeah, I guess Bison also has like hostages or something like that, but it's never really made clear like why he has hostages. Uh, and the only hostage you ever see is Blanca. Um, and then there's just like little other stuff that's like peppered around this movie that just makes it so hilarious. Like they're not trying to be hilarious. It's just unintentionally hilarious. Right. <laughs> um, like there's a scene where Guile's going in uh, on like this uh, stealth mission to invade Bison's fortress or whatever. And while he's in like this like stealth boat or whatever, he pops in a VHS of him and Blanca enjoying dinner together or whatever. And there's supposed to be like this heartfelt moment. <laughs> but it's just like, what is happening right now? What am I? What am I watching? Why did he film this and have a VHS of it? Yes, why did they film each other having dinner? Isn't like Um, the stealth boat invisible too? Does it turn invisible? Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Um, (laughs) But I think the biggest thing about this movie and why I enjoy it so much is Raul Julia. Late, great Raul Julia. Brian, do you know who Raul Julia is? I do not. 
No. Okay. Adams family, Gomez Adams. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Very good. There you go. Thank you. No problem. Um it's like he Raul Julia has like this aura about him the entire movie where you can tell he knows exactly what type of movie he's in and that he's like the entire script and everything is below him. Like he knows this, but he goes for it. Like he totally owns it hard. He goes hard and has so much fun with bison. And then without that actually wrote it down, let me pull up my notes real quick because you get that famous line from him. It's, it has been memed all over the place, but it's because he, he just does it so well. He's got, he basically takes Chun Li hostage because it's an early nineties movie. Chun Li can't be a hero or whatever. Right. She's got to be safe. <laughs> she needs to be rescued. Right. Um, but he's ba- Chun Li's basically like ha- having this monologue against Bison being like, uh, you, you know, you killed my family and blah, blah, blah. And you're going to pay for what you've done. And, all this other stuff. And Raul Julia delivers this line. He says, quote for you. And I'm, by the way, I'm not going to do the do Raul Julia do any favors right now <laughs> by doing this. So I'm not even going to try, but he says, quote for you, the day Bison graced your village was the most important day of your life. But for me, it was Tuesday which is just such a badass line. And right. he delivers and it he, so well. Yes, and he delivers it so well. And I don't know, the movie is so, it's so strange. It's so bizarre. They they hired a Belgian actor to play an American, Jean-Claude Van Damme, to play Guile. <laughs> so oh, he's, not, he's not even <laughs> trying to have an American accent. It's just... Does he have the hair at least? No. Not no, at all. Yeah, he's like, like, here. Yeah, yeah, he's just <laughs> he just showed up and put on like dog tags. Yeah, and like, like, yep, camo go. pants and he's good. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's a good pick. I think it definitely belongs on the list. Raul, Raul Julia was dying when he did this, and he does yeah. crush it. He crushes it's, it. It's really it's really weird to watch yeah. that fight scene with yeah. the context that Raul Julia was like basically on his deathbed and just yeah. watching John Claude Van Damme beat the crap out of oh, him. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a, it's oh. it's it is a fun film. I will say that much and definitely a 90s movie. It didn't they do a thing where the hostage wasn't Charlie and then he became Blanca? Wasn't it like a nod to Charlie right. from Street Fighter 2? I thought Wait, there was a Charlie in Street Fighter 2? No, I mean Street Fighter also. Like a nod to Charlie in Street from Street Fighter. Oh, I don't know. Cuz he was like in Street Fighter 3, I think. Anyway, all I know is this movie is so good that they had to make a game of the movie adaptation of the game. <laughs> so yeah. Street Fighter, the movie, the game. It yes. was. Okay. Yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> right. So good pick. Good pick for sure. Brian, if you haven't seen it, you should. Okay. <laughs> uh, moving on to my number five. It is Resident Evil. That's mm. it. The original Resident Evil. Um, look, I know... I know about this movie, but I actually thought it was pretty good. Uh, I did enjoy it. I remember being a huge Resident Evil fan at the time the film came out, and uh, it didn't let me down. And I'm not sure watching it now, I'm not sure why it didn't let me down at the time. Uh, But did it have my favorite characters? No, it did not. Uh, But I would argue that that might be a good thing since those characters ended up being pretty poorly betrayed in subsequent movies in this series. (laughs) 
Um, and it had the zombies. It had the monsters you wanted to see, like liquors and stuff like that. And there was enough fan service uh, and a pretty good story and, and good action. Uh, d- didn't let me down at all. Um, I remember re-watching it. I had it on DVD. And I, I, I've definitely seen this movie probably 15 to 20 times. And uh, yeah. Have I you thought, seen the sequels at all? Because there's like five more movies. <laughs> I have seen the sequels. And, and they are not... Some of them are more entertaining than others, but it, I remember being excited for the direct sequel because this one ends on a note where you're like, oh, now we're going to see like Raccoon City and Shambles. Like now the next movie was very much setting up a Resident Evil 2 or 3 video game-esque film, right? And it, I feel like it tries to do that, but it's also done so so poorly and you have nemesis who is really just a horrible costume in the sequel (laughs) and it it takes something that they could have done so well and they do it so poorly and it was such a dis that was a disappointment um yeah it didn't it's like how do we make a good action film was the sequel and they're like well we'll put a lot of bullets in it right (laughs) and it wasn't good I think I have a hot take, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to say it because because uh, that's what I do. <laughs> I hate Michelle Rodriguez. That's not a hot take. I don't think that's a hot <laughs> that's take. That's not okay. Because I not, feel like not, yeah, every time I see her on a cast list, I'm, yeah. I'm like, well, I know exactly what kind of movie this is going to be. <laughs> yeah, but if you've – now, spoiler alert for a movie that came out like 15, 20 years ago, she gets bit – oh, wait, she lives though, doesn't she? Or does she die? I can't remember. No, she turns into a zombie. Yeah, she turns. She into comes a back later in the series. Does she? Oh my god! Because, because spoiler alert, everything's a simulation. Right. That's the right. Whole, oh no! Very oh, much. Geez. And there are multiple Alice's. And yeah, it, this this oh. show, this series really went off the rails. But but the beginning, it definitely had potential to go in the right direction. It had all the correct things. A well, now they're rebooting it. They are, but the reboot looks hopeful. It looks promising, I will say. Well, it's directed by the same director, too. So it's like, well, how much of this is actually going to be a reboot? Wait, is it Paul W.S. Anderson is doing the reboot? Yes, it is. No yep. way. Yep. <laughs> so how much of it Dear is going to be a God. reboot and actually just a secret sequel? It probably <laughs> will be a secret sequel. This will end up being like all the other movies were simulations. Whoa. <laughs> Tenet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right i never saw tenant you're not missing much <laughs> yeah. i did see inception it was good yeah yeah um, all right well that's that's great inception good movie not a video game movie though no. so no that's true but what is a video game movie is mortal Kombat, and that is my number five so which one the the, the first one just regular okay. mortal Kombat. Um, so it's been probably since around the time it came out, you said 95, mm-hmm. yeah. maybe I saw it a few years after that. So it, again, it's, it's been a while, but I, I did watch some, some highlights on YouTube to, to kind of prepare and man, is that movie wet and <laughs> m- mostly Goro, let's say, and rubbery, mostly Goro again. Um, but we get that sweet, sweet Goro crotch punch uh, oh, from God, Johnny yes. Cage, and and that that makes the movie for me. Um, I think those are five hundred dollars sunglasses, a hole, right? right. <laughs> uh, I think anytime they get to use that theme song in the movie is just magic. Yes. Uh, yes. That that just gets the blood pumping. 
Um, we get to see Reptile in that beautiful CGI, like Beast Wars kind oh, of. <laughs> oh my gosh! Nonsense, so bad. <laughs> Beast Wars. That's a good pull, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. I used to totally. watch. I used to wake up at like five a.m. to watch Beast Wars because that's the only time whatever network showed it, yeah. and I I really wanted to watch that show. <laughs> Do you know how uh, I know I'm old? Uh oh. I didn't. I didn't watch Beast Wars. I was like too old for it at that point. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, Beast Wars. It probably is. You know, the the lesser of all Transformers stuff. Brian, I I, still I know you're it. the same age as me, and I watched Beast Wars. So don't don't try and pull that. <laughs> okay. So yeah, uh, and then Shao Kahn shows up at the very end, and and we just get a, a little bit of a teaser of him, and yeah. yeah. He is he is a great addition. I loved playing him in the game, so it was it was cool seeing him um, at you the think, end there. What did you think of that sequel? So I didn't see anything besides okay. this is number one, one actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I don't want to go. I don't want to right. take anybody's thunder. Spoilers. Here. <laughs> so yeah. I really wanted to watch the new HBO Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. but I just I, I I had two movies. It was either Mortal Kombat or another movie, which made my list, which I'll talk about. Um, so I. I I feel like the newer Mortal Kombat probably would have been on my list, but here we are. 1995 is the one that makes it. It's a good pick for sure. <laughs> that music slaps. Yeah. That's mm. all you need. Really put yeah. that in any movie and it's good. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. On to your number four, Brian or uh, Keith, right? Keith, <laughs> Keith's turn. Whose turn is it? It's Keith's. Yeah. Oh, God. Is it? Three, okay. You add one more person and I swear this oh, is, God. I'm out of the, I'm out of the loop here. This is a lot of fun just hearing your guys' choice. This is this is so weird. Is it? <laughs> it's so <laughs> weird. It's cool having you on the show, man. I, I know. Say, it's like, so um, much fun. It is. It's All right. Cool. So my number four is Resident Evil Afterlife. Okay. All it's right. the fourth Resident Evil movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's my second I, favorite of the series. I love this one specifically. Um, because I think this is the point where Paul W.S. Anderson just stopped giving a damn. Like he just stopped caring <laughs> mm-hmm. and he was like, I'm just going to do whatever I want. And actually a few years ago, um, I watched all of the movies back to back, which I would Whoa. never recommend to anybody doing. Oh no, that's <laughs> um, intense. Because once I got past the third one, um, I was just like, I don't know if I can do this anymore because that oh. third one was just so, I thought it was just so boring. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I got to four, like when I started up four and I guess spoilers for the end of th- well, no, Ryan, you just talked about the clones. Um, yeah, yeah, we're so fine. At the, yeah. At the <laughs> beginning of four, there's Alice and she's infiltrating this umbrella base that's run by Wesker. And it's just like her and a bunch of her clones, like dropping into this base. And it's just so ridiculous. There's like 40 Mila Jovovich's running around this army base. And they're dropping like flies. <laughs> yeah. They're just, some of them are getting killed. Some of them are just like snapping soldiers necks. And yeah. um, I can't remember the actor's name. Uh, Wesker? Yeah. Who knows? Sean Roberts. Sean Roberts is just going full on, just complete 
cheese and i don't know if it's intentional or not or if is this he's the just one bad where, at acting is this the one where wesker was played by the guy from game of thrones wasn't sean Rod- i don't that doesn't ring a bell. Maybe maybe one of the guys was played by a guy from Game of Thrones. I don't think he played Wesker, but he played like one yeah, of the oh, umbrella. Oh, I know heads. who you're talking about. Yeah. I know who you're talking he played, about. He played uh, Jorah Mormont. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. he no, he plays somebody else. And he, okay. He's in that yeah. la- he's in the last movie, but he yeah. plays like some other big some, umbrella yeah, guy. Right, right. I know what you're talking about. Um anyway, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Stole your thunder there. No, you're okay. I I guess I should have some context too for this because when I first saw Afterlife, I had no idea. I I played Resident Evil 4, um, but I never finished it. And then I never played Resident Evil 5 or 6 or anything like that. So I had no context for why Wesker was just throwing his glasses at people. (laughs) And I had no idea like why money was coming out of these zombies after they like killed them. And I just thought like at the time I was like, is this just some really bizarre directorial creative decision? Paul W.S. Anderson was making where he was like, and when you shoot the zombies, just let money pour out of them. (laughs) What is happening? I had no context that like, that's what happens in the game. Yeah, um, it's always weird when they choose what to bring in from the video games too. Like, yeah, like, that's an like, odd thing to wait. Include. Is this supposed to be fan yeah. service? Like right. the money? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I didn't even really talk about the plot, but it doesn't matter. It's just one of the. <laughs> it's just one of those <laughs> movies where it's like, you just sit down and you watch it because the stuff happening on screen is just. It's it's seen as believing honestly yeah and i just had so much fun it was such a breath of fresh air after those first three movies and i think what makes it even more hilarious is it's it's a big budget hollywood movie but the entire movie is obviously like i I watched uh i rewatched it recently for the show and uh i got the 4k edition wow (laughs) and so it literally stands out that the entire movie is just completely green screen (laughs) except for maybe like two sets um but yeah getting that higher resolution sometimes uh (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. but um it's it's a lot of fun i it's it's i had so much fun rewatching it again recently so good pick good pick uh while we're on the topic of resident evil i will say real quick i have confirmed that the new film is not directed by tall paul tall paul ws anderson (laughs) it isn't it's not it's uh joe johannes roberts or johan roberts i'm not sure doesn't Paul W.S. Anderson have his bits on that in some way or another? He might be a producer now. I'm not sure about that. but uh, Okay. I know his name's somewhere on that thing. It very well could be. Uh, so moving on to my number four, it's Mortal Kombat. Very the new good. One. The new uh, one. Yeah, the new it one. is the new one. Yeah, I know. Look, I understand. I might catch a lot of crap for this. <laughs> I, I do understand the faults of the new one, but I think... I love the original. I, I've said it before on the podcast. I waited till the midnight showing to go see this the the original, and it's the first time I had ever done that with a movie, and it it didn't disappoint. Absolutely love it. I just feel like at this point in my life, the new one is a better movie. Um, they did 
take some liberties with the lore there, but like, who cares? It's video game lore. And I think it's like, goes back to what you said earlier in the episode, Keith, like these people have a big task of fitting a lot into 120 minutes. And they did a good job of fitting the right points into this movie. Um, Sub-Zero, I think, was incredible in the new (laughs) one. Uh, I don't want to give too much away. I do understand Brian hasn't seen it, and he probably I, wants to. I'm not going to remember it. You can spoil anything. I'm, 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 I'm going to give spoilers. Yeah. I will say the action, though, it was really good. Like The fight scenes were really well choreographed and dynamic. The fact that Reptile doesn't look like something out of Beast Wars is <laughs> right. really cool. Um, and the characterizations did justice for the most part. I do think they could have had a little more uh, Kung Lao. and. Um, Liu Kang involved. Uh, they kind of went with a fresh character to introduce you, like the person the into the world. Right. Yeah. And and if you're unfamiliar with the series, I could see how that would be a benefit, but I really cared next to nothing for the main character of the film. It didn't really detract from my enjoyment, though. I thought the, the movie was great. You mean you didn't like Mortal Kombat fan favorite character, Jeff? Yeah, what was his name? Whatever Cole? his name was. Cole? Cole? Yeah. Cole? It's like, yeah, Cole. what's a cool name that people like? Oh, at least Cole. Street Fi- At least the 94 Street Fighter at least had a Street Fighter character as the main character. Not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was going to say. They tied it say, in. Like, I don't want to, you know, they, they tied it in. Yeah. Cool. I was going to say Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I was like, the new Mortal Kombat kind of did what Street Fighter did with mm-hmm. not making Ken and Ryu the main characters. Right. Correct. But, yeah. But then I thought I was like, no, they just made up an entire yeah, character. Did not do this. That's true. They didn't <laughs> right. do the same thing because at least Guile was in Street Fighter. Right. They were just like, hey, uh, let's pull this guy off the street. Yes, I can see. <laughs> I would argue that that movie's not as good as the first one. But... I can see. I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> but definitely. There's a lot of positive reactions to that to that yeah. movie, so yeah. I get it. I feel like the newer Mortal Kombat needed to keep in mind everything that like the rebooted video games had Mm -hmm. done because they really went through the story and gave us basically the Mortal Kombat, like just overall lore and story that people wanted. Yeah. Um, So it was cool to see that. And I mean, that was basically a trilogy at that point. And this movie did scorpion and sub-zero justice i feel like mm-hmm. it could have had a little more scorpion oh um, that opening I, is so good it was phenomenal yeah, yeah. so and, good yeah i also think that like as far as cole goes if you're unfamiliar with mortal Kombat lore like say you just played the original game right and like those are the memories you have of it it works because a lot of the stuff that would happen that happens in the film you'd be like what is this like what are these terms they're throwing around and blah, blah. and they through this character it offers them a lot of exposition through dialogue sure. right they get to explain a lot of things to cole and therefore explain a lot of things <clears throat> to the viewers so it does yeah. work but he's just kind of a pud right <laughs> <laughs> very good all right well then moving on to my number four it's also tomb raider oh nice. but which one it's the, the Alicia Vikander one. Okay, good, <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. You know, I, I really loved the, I think rebooted... you mean, not to interrupt you, Brian, I'm yeah. terribly sorry, but I think you mean the Walt Goggins one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The Walt Goggins <laughs> film. Uh, yeah. That, that is what I meant, of course. Um, so yeah, I, I had loved her, th- this actress, Alicia um, from Ex Machina. Oh, what a good movie. Dude. Yeah. She oh, was really good yeah. in that. 
Um, and then just, I loved the rebooted Tomb Raider games. I, mm-hmm. I played all three of them, really loved them. Um, and just was ready when this movie got announced to, to see like, yes, these are the changes that they, it's just one-to-one. This is what they did in the games. This is what we're, we're trying with movie audiences. And I think it worked as a result. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this movie had a lot more of kind of the puzzle solving, whereas the Angelina Jolie one, I don't know, it was just action, just guns and action and her body. That was it. And that's all that one needed during the time. So fine. Um, but yeah, for, for this one, they they had a lot more of the, the story that we were hoping for, I think, from a, a video game adaptation. Um, no, no skin tight suits in this one. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, they, they nailed the look of, mm-hmm. of the movie versus the game uh, mm-hmm. in a major way, I would say. Um, and the trailer for this movie, it is uh, Beyonce's I, uh, Survivor. Oh, but it's it? like the slowed mm. down melancholy version. I remember uh, this. <laughs> right. <laughs> so this is something that like every trailer does now, right? Exactly. Where it's like they, takes they a do. song and slows it down. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think Gears of War kind of like, I don't know, sure. that was the first time that I had seen yeah. that happen with, you know, Mad World and just right, right. really melancholy kind of music happening during the, the trailer. But we should do a yeah. top 10 trailers. That's a good idea. Yeah. Because yeah. totally. like when you said Gears of War, it like I... It remember that you see trailer that trailer distinctly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I have yeah. to. Wa- I have, I haven't watched the to- uh, Tomb Raider reboot. Is is there another movie after that that came out? No. I do no. think it, they're working on one. one, or at least they were discussing doing. I a think so. To it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's it's worth it. I mean, go in with the expectation like this is a video game movie, and mm. it's gonna it's not gonna blow you away, but but it has yeah. some fun Indiana Jonesy parts to it as well. It does. You know? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the puzzle kind of stuff is reminiscent of Indiana Jones for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Here's my here. number three, I am not only am I double dipping into a franchise, but this is also the one that's going to make Ryan a little bit mad. But Uh-oh. so okay, it's Street Fighter Two, the animated the animated movie. That but, doesn't make me mad. But well, because I know you discussed on the last episode, or I don't know when this is coming out actually, but you said that um, um, obviously it's coming out Monday. We we literally record like right before our episodes. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess it's kind of stupid because you literally were like, on the next episode, uh, we're gonna have Keith on, and so anyway. Just cut all that out. And I was like, <laughs> I think I said, I hope it's not weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally, I mean, I've never even done a podcast before. So this is no, I was, brand I, was new to me. I was referring to like my interview skills, like, well, we've oh. never done this. So I hope I don't suck at it. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's, it's all good. So cut all that out. Anyway, no, <laughs> on the last episode, no, it, nothing gets cut. Nope. Nothing. <laughs> That's all here. On the last episode, you were like, uh, I think it has to be a theatrical release. But in my defense, um, it was released in Japan in theaters, uh, the UK, Spain, and France, I believe. Um, so technically, it's a theatrical release. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, obviously, this, yeah, this is the anime Street Fighter 2, and it actually revolves around Ryu and Ken, because that's, I mean, that's the only story as far as Street Fighter goes. It's the only thing that I know is that it basically revolves around those two. Um, 
Is this a newer thing? Did did this come out like recently? No, this is like 92, 93 oh, wow. or something like that. It's okay. it's old, yeah. I see. Um and um it's it's a pretty simple plot. Basically, Ryu just kind of goes goes into hiding um because he's being tracked down by Shadow Lu, which is the organization Bison runs. And Bison just basically just wants to gather up a whole bunch of powerful fighters and take over the world. And he eventually kidnaps Ken and kind of using his, uh, what does he call it? Psycho powers or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Psychokinesis. No, 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 no. But like, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. And he basically hypnotizes Ken and Ken fights for him. And then Ryu's like, Hey, I got to go save Ken and blah, blah, blah. Um, pretty simple plot nothing too crazy going on tons of fighting um and i actually first saw this like when i was a kid we actually had the vhs copy <laughs> and this was like before i started getting into like shonen anime like i was mm-hmm. watching movies like this i was watching movies like akira ghost in the shell perfect yeah. blue ninja scroll yeah i was like you better say ninja scroll <laughs> <laughs> it's stuff like it's, this, this is all stuff like my brother basically turned me on to um, because he's the one that owned them. Um, and then some of the other stuff I pirated back in the day, watching it <laughs> on like a very small, like real player screen. That's going to get edited. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, and I just, I just remember like, this is one of those movies is just the animation style just blew me away. Uh-huh. You know, just all the detail, like these artists, put into a movie like this is just astounding it's it's one of those like boomer things i'm going to be like yeah they don't make them like they used to you know (laughs) because it's like everything's all basically computer animated now even if it looks like it's a drawing it's not um Mm -hmm. and um yeah just some of the fight scenes are super incredible the fight between bison and ken on top of the jet um even some of the smaller fights with uh like with Vega and or not Vega, um, Fei Long and Ryu, which also, funnily enough, so if you watch the American cut of the film, mm-hmm. do you guys know who voiced Fei Long? No, a Chinese, no. a Chinese character in the American. Oh dub? God, who? <laughs> Brian Cranston. No. Wow. Oh yes. God. Isn't that crazy? That's pretty cool. That's and when you cool. watch it, you can t- like you can like look it up on YouTube. Would you? You're like, I am. The oh, that's Brian Knox. Cranston. <laughs> yeah, he just like busts out a Walter White line. Wow. <laughs> it's totally him. Like you totally tell. That's cool. Um, and then the there's like this scene where uh, Vega basically is like sent out to assassinate Chun Li, and that whole scene's like super intense. Uh, it's not handled very well, but it is a Japanese movie, so mm-hmm. you got to keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, some of those '90s anime get a little, yeah, yeah, little and, tricky. And also, one last thing about like the American cut, and this is just, I guess, it might be specific to me, but that soundtrack for the American cut is, you know, in hindsight, it's like, uh, this is kind of weird, but for me. Uh, it's just like super nostalgic because of the period that it came out in my life. And it's just, it's grunge music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just yeah. grunge music. <laughs> so, you know, there's a scene of like Ken 
flying down the freeway in a Ferrari and he's just like blasting Alice in Chains. <laughs> and um, there's other stuff in there like uh, KMFDM and Silver Chair. I guess KMFDM isn't technically grunt grunge, but it's from the era. Yeah, it's from um, that era of rock for sure. Yeah, so uh, this movie is a total nostalgic <clears throat> trip just from remembering that era of anime that I was into and and then on top of that you got the music also um yeah. it's also very just well put together anime definitely it's one of like the first probably five anime I've ever watched and Akira was the other ghost in the shell it was all that same era and uh, no it was definitely an impressive one good mm. good pick good pick thank you uh, so my number three we've talked about so I won't spend too much time on it but it is Sanic <laughs> Nice. I saw that cut. I saw the cut. Yeah. So that is how I refer to the movie. No, I mean, this was, a, I was surprised. I, this is a movie I watched this week. There are two movies on my list. I watched this week and this is one of them. Um, I had not seen it prior to that. And I was really impressed by it. I did expect it to be good because the reviews were pretty favorable, but I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it. I'm not the biggest Sonic fan. Um, they towed the line of him not getting too annoying really well. That's what I was afraid of, that this character would get annoying fast. And early in the movie, it's like, oh, this is a re this could potentially be a real problem. But they, the characters he interacts with do a, like a great job of grounding it, keeping it rooted and not going I, too far overboard. I think they give him heart where yeah, like he, he like doesn't belong kind of right, thing. And right. that, that grounds him a lot more. Absolutely. There are two two main points I want to bring up. One, at the beginning, long claw, right? Freaking cool. But takes this tumble from like a hundred feet in the air, just pops up and is like, hey buddy, you know what you gotta <laughs> do? Right. I was like, this is almost jarring, dude. Right. Because like literally she gets shot with an arrow too, huge right? Wound, right in yeah. the ribs. Right in the ribs. <laughs> Falls like at least 75 feet. <laughs> tumbles and slides 50 more on the ground and just like nothing happened <laughs> and you're like wait she's fine like she could probably go with him <laughs> and like everything is fine so that was a little jarring also um the robotnik dialogue was phenomenal oh my movie. god yeah. i hate like, this guy he he's a yeah. a great villain because he's oh, so right. nasty to and everyone i feel like the annoying factor with sonic could have easily happened with jim carrey as well but right. like that dialogue is so that was good. one of the things that i was kind of scared about because everybody was like oh it's jim carrey going back to like his old you know like bag tricks from the 90s you know <laughs> yeah. and i was kind of like i don't know if i want that right, right. you know but it's not exactly that no, it's, it's not. It, he's obviously much older and much better actor than he was back then mm -hmm. um yeah it's just that yeah just like you guys, he he pulls it off so well. Yeah, and it's like the similar kind of gags as that he did earlier in his career, but with intelligence instead of stupidity. It's subtle. Right? It's super right? subtle. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it, and plus he's playing a character who is literally the smartest man in the room in any room. Right. right. Instead of like, <laughs> yeah. instead of like an idiot. Right. <laughs> Even yeah. at the end of the movie, where he's all alone, he's just yeah. like, still like, I'm the smartest person here. Yeah, nothing's gonna get me down. Right, he, right. It, it doesn't matter that he's like, he has no food okay. or anything. So, <laughs> it's that raw Julia energy that, was, that he yeah, brings. Definitely. Like he's giving hundred and ten percent no matter what. <laughs> yeah, and he killed it. He killed it. Um, so without giving too much away, like the mushroom world was definitely a Mario jab, right? 
So I don't think it's a Mario jab as much as a, this is where Knuckles lives. Yeah, I think it's a call. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's a callback to that. I I, I thought the same thing. Mushroom Hill Zone. Mm -hmm. I, I honestly thought the same thing, but then like it was in the movie like over and over again so i was like okay maybe this is just where he, he actually will go or someone will right. go so right yeah all right that's it all right good nice. pick. <laughs> thanks so speaking of anime my number three is pokemon the first movie <laughs> so i didn't think this would be on ryan's list i don't know about keith's list but uh it was I love this movie. It was considered for me. Okay. List. Okay. So I was a huge Pokemon fan and still am. I, I love the series. I have watched, you know, I haven't watched all the anime, but when, when it was in the beginning, I was watching it every week and, and had the VHS and was dying to see this movie and was so excited. And I feel like it pretty much delivered on everything that I wanted from a Pokemon movie. Um, we got to see like new Pokemon and that the, the show did that too, where it was like, there are all these Japanese Pokemon that haven't been introduced yet, but we get to see a little bit of them in this movie. And oh my gosh, it's it's crazy to see like there's all these new lands that we're not even aware of. Um, and then just seeing Mewtwo as this really like villainous figure was was a cool touch uh, that I mean, we've seen it since then. Um, but getting that whole backstory, uh, I, I really loved. But I think just the major thing for me was was getting Pokemon on the silver screen. And, and I saw it there and was floored by every part of it. This was an event. It wasn't. It was, I got all the cards. I had every single one of the promo cards. Mm-hmm. There was okay. the cinematic theater. There was not a dry eye in the house when exactly. Ash turns to stone. Right. Right. Yep. I shared Pikachu's tears. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. It was intense. Heartless. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't see any of the other Pokemon movies after that, but I, I was really into this one. Yeah. yeah good pick, man. And they, sure. they've actually redone this with like CGI graphics. I haven't watched that, but really, I, really. Yeah. Wow. It's it's just, it's basically like the, like shot for shot, just recreated with, you know, That's a lot of work. Generated. That seems yeah, like a, a lot, lot of work, work for a movie that already exists. Kind of unnecessary, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Huh. So. I, I kind of was hoping this would be on either your list or Keith's list because sure. It is not on mine. Right. It is not on my list. Spoiler. Yeah. I did think about it, but I don't know. I like these other movies more. Sure. <laughs> no, I, I totally get that. I think more so it was the the whole momentous occasion of it sure. for me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Keith. Top two. Oh, my turn. All right. <laughs> Number two. Silent Hill. All right. Um. All right. No, oh, no. <laughs> no, uh-oh. no, I'm just kidding. Honestly, I don't know. And a lot of this is going to come back to what we were saying about earlier, trying to fit a plot into a, a video game plot into a movie. Cause I don't know if there could ever be a better adaptation of the video game. Not this one. Because it's such, it's such a weird game. It's very there's vague such a dense times. story. Yeah. yeah. There's cults and like dead family members and like, Immortality and a Shibu Inu. Oh, no, that's the second <laughs> right. game. That's the behind second the game. controls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah buddy. It's, it's, it's a Doge. <laughs> um, but I, I just think when people hate on this movie, I think it's because it just tries to do 
just so much stuff in such a short amount of time. And yeah, I mean, I think it fails at that. <laughs> um, but also like, I don't know, mostly, you know, also changing character names and changing the lead from a father to a mother. Um, but I think considering the other movies that we've talked about today, I think that's, you know, the more forgivable end of things as far as like the liberties some of these filmmakers take with these, Mm -hmm. with these uh, adaptations. So I kind of understand why Hollywood would want a mother trying to find their daughter instead of a father. It's a worn out stereotype in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. Fathers love their daughters too. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So what this movie nails for me is just the atmosphere you know, that I felt, you know, playing the game as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of this stuff in the movie is practical effects, um, which I will always say is better, especially right. for a horror movie. Well, um, you, we talked about that nemesis costume though, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, but it is a physical, I mean, even if it looks bad, yeah. you know, even when we are talking about that Goro puppet, yeah. it looks bad, but yeah. the actors can act against it. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? I, like, I and was, some of that, oh, cor- and some yeah. of that corny stuff, like I would call myself a horror movie buff. So I'm like, absolutely. Me too. I grew up watching like those bad seventies and eighties movies with like people like Greg Nicotero mm-hmm. and, um, what's the other the guy who did like the dawn of the, the other special movie. effect guy yeah, um, tom savini tom savini. savini yeah um watching those guys movies and just getting it even if the puppet looked obviously some of that stuff just wasn't scary but it was very cool for what they were able to pull off mm-hmm. um and so it really got me to appreciate practical effects no matter how bad they look um and just the effects that some of these people are able to pull off on such a small budget, you know? Um, and it's not to say that there isn't some CGI in this, in this movie, there's some, but mostly what's on screen is actually real monsters interacting with, well, not real monsters, but, (laughs) but care, but people uh, acting and reacting to, to people. Um, And on top of that, um, speaking of the acting, I think the acting is pretty solid. I can't really say a lot about the girl that plays Cheryl and uh, Alyssa. Um, I can kind of go either way with child actors. Yeah. Yeah. But they're usually garbage. Yeah. <laughs> typically. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, but having rewatched this movie recently, I mean, it still gives me the creeps and I think that's kind of a, sign of a good horror movie and um when it's not all about jump scares and stuff because i and definitely the ending i mean the ending of the movie fills me with like this existential dread sort of and so i think that's kind of hard especially for when the era that this movie came out in you know it's came out in the era of gore porn horror movies basically in the mid-aughts which so it was hard to pull off kind of that um, psychological kind of horror um, in that kind of era. Right. 
yeah. horror Saw movie era. era. Literally, yeah, literally the dark ages of horror <laughs> right. movies between like right. what 2002 and, to yeah. 2010. Right. I do, I do agree though. The practical effects in this were good. Pyramid Head was intimidating in this, and there's that one scene where he like rips the skin off of someone, and it yes, is, it's just clean crazy. off, crazy. And I, I also think this movie, if it is thought of poorly, then that's I, I agree, it's wrongfully so. I mean, it's a hard R movie from a game that deserves a hard R movie. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, it's it's does the same thing the game does. Like you said, it has these aha moments. It's got Sean Bean. And he doesn't die. He doesn't die. He well, doesn't die. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't die. Wow. Um, no, it's a good pick, man, for sure. For sure. Thanks. So my number two is the movie on my list that if you have not seen, it's the one movie. It's not my number one, but I would implore both of you and everyone listening to see this film if you have not. It is currently on Amazon Prime streaming, and I wanted to be sure it was as good as I remember it, so I rewatched it this week, and it's better than I remember it. And I, of course, am talking about the Double Dragon film. Oh, wow. (laughs) It is so good. It takes place in an alternate universe in New Angeles. So, you know, it's an alternate universe, right? (laughs) They have celebrity news hosted by like Vanna White and uh, Andy Dick is the weatherman. And he's Andy Dick. It's not Andy Dick playing someone. It's like the weatherman is Andy Dick. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Yeah. The cops go in for the night. So, it's kind of like the purge uh, every evening. The cops have the day and the gangs have the night. And the gangs are so intimidating. There are gangs with names such as the clowns, the mania, and they dress like clowns, the maniacs, and the mohawks. And guess what they have? They have a A bad attitude. (laughs) Bull cuts? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, But it's also very tongue-in-cheek. There's like this rebel underground movement called the Power Corps. uh, And it's like the Marine Corps Corps, like (laughs) C-O-R-P-S. And they come out at night to do what the cops are afraid to do, right? (laughs) And stuck in it all, you have the Lee brothers, Billy and Jimmy. And this is the best part of this movie. It's taking a game, Double Dragon. What is the lore of Double Dragon? Your girlfriend gets kidnapped by gangsters. Rescue girl. But this movie takes that and just multiplies it by a thousand and goes like head first, balls to the wall, nuts. And it's wonderful. It's like the best parts of 80s action films all in one movie. The action's actually pretty good. It's very apparent that one of the brothers uh, doesn't know martial arts and one of the brothers is Eric Dacascos, who who, who knows martial arts. <laughs> um the villain is played by the actor who did the T one thousand in Terminator Two. The same villain, mm, from Terminator Robert. 2. Yeah, something. yeah, Patrick. Robert Patrick. Yeah, I, I think so. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and he he does a great job actually. Um, Alyssa Milano's in it, and they even make jokes about who's the boss. And there was an actress oh who was in General Hospital <laughs> at the time. So here, here's a little aside. I just I have to say this in case nobody takes my advice and watches this movie. There's a fight between the girl, a girl who was on General Hospital, a soap opera at the time, and Alyssa Milano, who's famous for Who's the Boss, right? And they're fighting. And the girl from the General Hospital gains the upper hand and says, who's the boss now? Oh, jeez. Right? <laughs> right? And then Alyssa Milano somehow turns the tables and beats her up and says, you're lucky generally i put people in the hospital wow that's good oh my god 
that if you think that's great, that's why this movie's great. You'll wow. love it. Like, okay. go see this movie. That that kind of convinced me right there. Oh. So that's on Amazon. <laughs> it's on Amazon. It's only like an hour, hour and a half, two two hours tops. Probably not two hours. I'm definitely it's, gonna have to watch it's this. So good. It's so good. It's so stupid fun. Like, if you like Street Fighter, Buckle you're ready. Up. You're ready for Double Dragon. <laughs> okay. All right. That is a great pick. I I definitely want to watch that. So I'll Thanks. I'll jump into that sometime. So my number two, we have all said it now, but it is Sonic the Hedgehog. And this was, I had a choice this week. I also watched this this week. Nice. It was either Mortal Kombat or Sonic. Sonic won and wow. the world is better for it, I think. But uh, <laughs> I, I yeah. for, for all the same reasons, I, I really enjoyed this, this movie. Jim Carrey's performance was a lot of fun. Um, I hated him so much from yeah, this. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I, I, you know, I'm already a Ben Schwartz fan just from like Parks and Rec and things like that. Um, so it was, I think he did a good Sonic, uh, that, that voice, you know, we had Jaleel White before, but Ben Schwartz, I think pulled it off. Um, so for everything you mentioned before, I think that's exactly it. I'm excited for the sequel now. Um, I, I was surprised. I heard that Tails was in this movie, but I didn't know, like, yeah, he is fully in it. I thought there was like just a tease, but I'm excited to see where, where that goes. And I think that we did get confirmation of knuckles in, in the second movie as well. So mm-hmm. I, I just want to cut in here. You blew my mind. John Ralphio. Yeah. John Ralphio plays Sonic. Yeah. That guy is the worst. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I love John Ralphio, dude. Yeah. 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 No, that that's, that's fully him. Um, Marks and Ralph. Yeah. Wow. Right? Crazy. I had no idea. Really? No idea. Oh yeah. yeah. No, that was, that was, he, he was like, the press tour for this movie there was wow. that there's that famous clip of him talking to larry king and larry king is like what is a sonic <laughs> <laughs> oh old uh, people <laughs> well yeah rest that, in peace uh, oh so i think keith you mentioned some of the nods in in the sonic movie one of the one of my favorite things was when he uh, Sonic pulls out the map of the different planets he's gone to and he like puts X's over ones that he's like escaped because he he couldn't be on that planet anymore. Sega Saturn is one of the planets just oh, like really Sega Saturn logo notice and there's a big Not X on there. Yeah. So Whoa. check that out. Okay. So, I don't know if it's commentary on just like the failure of that system with the X on it, but I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, hmm. that is cool. Yeah. But that's nice. it for that one. So we are going to get into our number ones. Uh, and I'm very excited to, to hear what we've got. So I should preface this because obviously you've gone through my list. I'm very much of the cheesy, fun, goofiness of video game movies. Cause for the most part, video game, video games are cheesy and goofy a lot of the time. So I feel Absolutely. like the movies fit that well. So my number one, I'm not I'm gonna try not to blow your guys' ears out right now. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> the first one. Nice. Um, it pretty much. Hey, I mean, it's number one because of that song, honestly. <laughs> right. Right. Because what what movie have you guys ever watched where within the first three seconds of turning it on? somebody is shouting the actual title <laughs> at the top of their lungs. 
Schindler's List. Um. Yeah, we already kind of talked about this a lot. Paul W. Paul W. S. Anderson again, right? Um, it's. I know this wasn't like his first movie. I think this might have been like his second or his third movie. I think. Um, and I don't know. In my opinion, I'm like this is he peaked already. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like hard to go. In my opinion, but um, I don't know. I just love it because it actually. And I think it might be a detriment to the movie. It actually follows the story of that first game pretty closely. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some things they kind of um, skim over a little bit, like the relationship between Scorpion and Sub-Zero is actually changed because now they're just kind of under the control of Shang Tsung, which in universe makes sense. Shang Tsung is like a super powerful sorcerer. Like theoretically that could happen. So it doesn't really harm the movie in any way or change anything too drastically. Um, I guess they technically do have a useless character with art, <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. Art art <laughs> instead art. of, instead of Jack's. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, right. They, uh, like if they needed a token black guy there, Jax is right there, you yeah. know, so mm-hmm. why not? Why did we just have to make up this character? Right. Um, it could have had the same arc too. Like art fell and it easily could have been Jack's losing his arms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's um, yeah. It doesn't really stray too far from the original game and they fit a lot of the tournament fights in there. Uh, I think the choreography is great. Um, and then you've got, uh, what is his name? Trevor Goddard, who plays Kano, who basically set up canonical Kano being Australian. Right. <laughs> um, and then you've got uh, Kirihiro Yuki as Shang Tsung, who is now canonically Shang Tsung in the yeah. games. Yeah. Um, I just can't see anybody else being Shang Tsung, even somebody, even though somebody already has been, but uh, to me, that is Shang Tsung. Um, and also just uh, the guy who plays Liu Kang, uh, Robin Shu. <sighs> 1995 Robin Shu, like that guy <laughs> is hot. <laughs> like, He's that guy He's looks amazing. Like, holy, I caught myself blushing a couple times rewatching this movie. I'm like, oh my it's very God, oiled. dude. <laughs> oh. It's very oiled. So I have, um, I have a question though. Sure. Real quick to, to interject. I'm I may be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure he didn't know martial arts. Like I get the feeling watching those Mortal Kombat fights and he was also in Robin Beverly Shoe? Hills Ninja. Yeah. He doesn't seem like he he knows martial arts, but maybe I'm wrong. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I don't know either way. I'm going to Google it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. To no, go ahead. <laughs> no, um, yeah, keep going. Yeah. I, and then as far as like casting goes, I know people like mad about Christopher Lambert being Raiden. Right. But <laughs> I, man, I don't like, I'm torn about it because I do like his portrayal being kind of like this, like sarcastic, uh, kind of fun loving like heartfelt guy just despite the 
obvious whitewashing. Right. <laughs> um, I just think that the people who made this movie as well as like the actors just did such like a wonderful job making like a very large, like a very large cast of characters seem like a small cast because everybody has so much screen time. You actually get to spend time with the characters, even though the movie's just, it's moving at a clip and Mm -hmm. um, you just get to spend a lot, a lot of time. It just, it works so well. It, I think it just works so well. And um, I just can't talk about this movie enough. Honestly, there's a lot of nostalgia (laughs) for me in it. Also, I must've watched this movie nonstop when it came out. Um, I saw it twice in the theaters um, because the first time we got there, I missed like the first four minutes where Shang Tsung kills Liu Kang's brother. And then I went and saw it in the theaters again and I was like, oh, that's all I missed. Because it's a very quick scene. <laughs> yeah. But also, <laughs> I was like, that's it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I just love it. Yeah, if you ask me, the new Mortal Kombat doesn't even come close to this. Wow. wow. That's my, that's my fired, opinion. Dude. Wow, thanks. <laughs> that's buddy. my opinion. This is what happens. Come on our show. You're picking the fight. No, <laughs> Look, I get it. I totally get it. I love the first one, too, for what it is. It's just... It's tough. I mean, I've I've something like Double Dragon number two on my list, and yet I could say like pretentious things like the new one's a better film. Which like, what does it matter? They're both great for yeah. different reasons, right? Yeah. yeah Keep no, in mind, I'll I'll let you, I'll tell you, I've seen the new Mortal Kombat movie four times. So maybe it was the it first. It was no, the kidding. first. It was the first post COVID movie that i've seen in theaters oh that's cool oh wow and i sat there and i watched it and i left the theaters i was like what did i just watch and then i went home and watched it on tv right and then i watched it the next day at the gym and then i watched it the following day and i was like yeah no i don't like this movie oh i thought maybe it grew on you i thought maybe no, it grew on you. no, no not I at all that. I, hear that. I had to watch it a couple times to make sure this just in robin chu apparently did study martial arts so okay oh. I rescind okay. my prior comment on his skills. <laughs> or just in case, because he's Apologies like 60, he's him. 60 years old right now, and he could probably kill all three of us. Pretty probably, yeah, <laughs> it, it, he could take me for sure. I'm a slob. <laughs> 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 all right. Are you guys ready for my number I, one? I'm ready. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm excited. That, yeah. Do you know what it is? I'm surprised my number one has not been mentioned yet, but we'll see. My number one. Is, is it Mario Brothers? No, it's Detective Pikachu. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Look, I know this movie was had faults, right? It, it was kind of along trying to do what Sonic did, and Sonic arguably did it better. But why this movie excelled is because of the world building. Like, oh my gosh, there's that moment when the lead character steps, I think, out of a train station, and you, mm-hmm. you see, um you see the scope of the city and how Pokemon live in a world with people and how they interact with each other. And there's just all these little shots. And you had mentioned about seeing the Easter eggs in the background of ready player one, right? Brian, this movie has a lot for you to see. It's like a mini game of Pokemon snap every time you watch it. And it's (laughs) wonderful. Right. Um, Yeah. I just think the, also the, the, the animation, the CG in this film is just, incredibly good i have never wanted to hug pikachu more than i did watching this movie like <laughs> it's his, a little 
it's jarring at first yeah. to, to see very realistic. I mean, right. Jigglypuff, <laughs> but right, yeah. right, yeah. And the fur and everything. It's like, oh, these Pokemon just looked phenomenal. Right. Uh, it, it really is. It's a sight to behold. And just how many different Pokemon are included throughout the film, even with speaking roles or without, uh, it, it's it's awesome. It really was just story-wise, it's fine. Uh, I think I some, think it has a fun, I do too. like a heartfelt Definitely. message by the end. And Definitely. I think the characters I, are fun. I didn't see what was coming. I'm sure a lot of people did, but you know, the, right. there's stuff that happens with Pikachu and yeah. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. And I, I agree. I was, it kept the story kept me watching it definitely, but it wasn't necessarily the high point of the movie. Like the movie sure. for me, it was, it was awesome in a visual sense, like awe inspiring. And, uh, yeah, I, I would rewatch this right now just to see what I'd probably see something new in it. If I put it sure. on right now, I'd probably see something I never saw before just looking in the background. And that final fight scene was awesome. The char- even the human characters were good. Like you right. you felt drawn to them, you felt concerned for them. It was it was wonderfully done. I always like in these movies, like Pokemon movies specifically, mm-hmm. where you see the relative size versus like a human being. And it's, it's crazy. I mean, I forget. I remember seeing the part, the part of this movie where it's like, they're in this like Canyon and like, there are huge oh, things yeah. moving around. Was like, it like a Torterra? Torterra. Yeah. 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 And that like was like humongous. <laughs> yeah. Mind blowing. And you talk about Robin shoe and how he's a thirst trap. Let me tell you, Machamp directing traffic. Who, buddy? Yep. Never felt that way before in my life. But you're going to talk about man. Pikachu for a second. No, I just want to cuddle him. It's surprising the the route that they took. I'm saying Nintendo right. with actually having Ryan Reynolds voice Pikachu, just because I don't know. It seemed a little aggressive for them, like. Mm-hmm. the Deadpool actor is playing Pikachu. It's, it's it was really hard for... to get over when I watched it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do hear it as Ryan Reynolds. Definitely. Exactly. I definitely have to come back to that movie. I, I saw it in theaters and I, I enjoyed it. I just haven't watched it since. Yeah. Well, this is my number one too. And I, I was surprised that it, that it took this long, but I mean, it, it's, it's the top for me. And uh, I, I really enjoyed it for everything you mentioned. Um but I am I'm a Pokemon fanboy through and through, so it was it was awesome seeing all the different uh, Pokemon in actual like yeah rendered 3D is is amazing, um, and Mewtwo again he's just he's wreaking havoc on on everything so yeah that was that was fun to see Pokemon on your list twice I know I that's know good. the rules again no I'm that, glad I wasn't that, the that only one breaking the rules <laughs> that is not breaking the rules that is perfectly fine you could have had only Pokemon movies. What I'm really surprised, so I thought of these movies as you were talking about the Resident Evil live action. Have any of you seen the CG Resident Evil movies like Damnation or there's a couple other ones? I I own one, actually. Um, Mm -hmm. They're good. They're They're actually really good. It was the one that starts in an airport and eventually it makes it to like a bio, uh, big pharma company. In it and uh, so like a Resident Evil game, basically. Yeah, yeah, totally. But it was good. It was yeah. entertaining. It has Leon sure. like yeah. as yeah. as the main character, and I think most of them. This um, one was, I think, Leon and Claire actually, right? Were in it, yeah. And they're making is, another one, uh, another, or it might be a series. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a cartoon series. Yeah, Infinite Dark. Have you guys something? either one of you seen Advent Children? Yes. I'm surprised no. that didn't land on 
either one of your lists because right. that seems to be a pretty popular movie these days. No, I saw wasn't it. back in the day, but right. now there's kind of like a new fandom for it, I guess. Yeah. I actually like so you probably know final fantasy seven wasn't the biggest like game in my young life uh per- perhaps why the remake is popular with me um so advent children i saw it at a time when i was in the coast guard and i just remember it being like a, f- a fun action film mm. um as far as the lore involved in the story behind it i wasn't as familiar watching it so it didn't have an impact on me sure final fantasy and the spirits within though it's kind of underrated, I have to say. Like, I will say, the only really the only way to watch that movie is on a PSP with a UMD. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> nice. nice, yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember that movie being visually incredible for the oh time my gosh, it came yeah. out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Now it's um, like PS3 graphics, probably. Right? Probably. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah. It's probably a little bit of nostalgia playing a role there. But um, I did want to say, Keith, when you have a guest on your show, you always play a game with them, right? Yes. Well, I don't. I'm not going to play a game with you. We don't play games. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. We only watch movies here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't play games here. But I do want to ask you a question. Sure. We've gone through our best video game movies here. Uh, so I have a question for you and Brian. You you can answer as well. What game would you most like to see adapted to film that has not been adapted yet? That has not been announced either. Or no, it could it could be okay. announced. Yeah, absolutely. It could be something okay. that we are waiting on. Yeah, sure, definitely. I know I kind of put you on the spot for me. Yeah. For me, it's kind of an easy answer. And that's Zelda. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Zelda doesn't really have a plot. I mean, there's some lore there, but it's always the same thing every game, you know. Um, I actually just talked about this with somebody else. I, I um, think I heard this conversation. Because okay. Link and Zelda and Ganon... Uh, I'm going to speak mostly of Link. Link is just this faceless hero and mm-hmm. he's just the hero because he has to be, you know, they, they characterize Zelda and some of those other games like wind waker and uh, skyward sword and stuff like that. They do stuff with her character and Ganondorf. He's just always the bad guy. Cause he's got to be the bad guy. So I think there's a lot of room to do something with the lore that exists, like the goddesses of Hylia and the Triforce and all that stuff. There's a lot of room to elaborate on that. And I think you can, definitely adapt zelda to the big screen yeah for sure it's a big risk too though a lot you know potential to let a lot of people down right they're doing mario they're redoing mario so (laughs) i think it would be a good one to see for sure for sure how about you brian i think my answer is uncharted i thought it would be oh yeah Yeah. so you know it's between that and the last of us i i feel like the last of us is is has like all the right pieces that it's probably going to be good and it's a show so that already makes it like it has more time to grow and breathe but uncharted i don't i don't know what's going to happen uh right. you know i mark Wahlberg's fine but I, I like tom holland i'm interested to see what they do with that mm-hmm. um and the images that we've seen so far are like they're fine i i can see it working but I, i'm just i'm holding my breath on that one yeah yeah, yeah. Good, do you have an answer at all do I have an answer? Yeah. I didn't have one prepared, which is stupid because <laughs> I had a question ready. But I, I mean, I'd probably say The Last of Us. You know, mm-hmm. I think it, it it would translate well to film. Not to be, you know, that's an easy answer, right? Sure. Um, I have to say. I mean, we not- know the actors at this point. We know like what we're to expect, I think. Right, right. I would say like a real 
a Contra movie would be good. Another like yeah. broy action film is what the world needs, right? No, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, let's do that. Just guys Got with that. with uh, flat tops and guns, like sounds good to me. No, I'm <laughs> what about um, what about a Kirby movie? But it's kind of also like a thing remake. Oh, whoa. oh, geez, there's a horror, horror like movie. This. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> right, and it uh, eats people, becomes it, becomes so, them. Yeah, I do have another question. My final one. Um, is there one game that has already been adapted to film that you would like to see fixed or redone in a better way? Like mm. a game that maybe was adapted to film but didn't get its due. Like the movie need should be right. readapted. Correct. Like game. if you could just remove the film that exists from everyone's mm. memory and do it right. Yeah, that's a tougher one. Yeah, it is a tough one, right? <laughs> I mean, having not seen any of these Resident Evil movies, like that's my pick just because it's a pretty good one. I, I want what I've seen in the games, basically. But yeah. I don't know. I think I'm gonna stay within the genre and be like, yeah, Silent Hill. Redo mm-hmm. Silent Hill. Yeah. You know, that's an that's another good pick for sure. I think uh, yeah. They they both could be done better. I would you know who could do a really good Silent Hill, I think? Ari Aster. He did Hereditary and oh, yeah. Midsummer. Oh my God, oh, that would be, no. you know, in both of those film, like you just, they're so unnerving. It's like, it just ratchets up the whole yeah. time you're watching. Yeah. And at oh. the very end, you're like, why did I do this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, that's a good pick for sure yeah. of who to direct it as well. That's, that's sure. good. Well, those are good lists. I, I enjoyed this. I, I was, this a was a lot nervous. of fun. Uh, yeah. Having I just, to remember the movies, but <laughs> I just want to say uh, I've been listening to you guys for like a long time. I'm probably, I shouldn't say a long time. I'm not probably like your biggest fan or anything like that, but I might be, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, so I like, haven't been since, like listening to you guys since day one. I don't, I actually don't even remember how I found your guys' podcast. Um, I don't know either. <laughs> We're glad you did. Yeah, but you guys, you guys have been in my ears for a long time, and you continue to be. And um, now I just love how you, both of your lists often differ, but all also <laughs> very much the same in a lot of ways. Right, right. Um, it happens. And I also like how, like, throughout every episode, some of the lists even bleed together sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, like number to number. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 and. Um, yeah, you guys are just like one of the very few podcasts that literally make me laugh out loud sometimes, and then oh, also cool. like be like, "What?" <laughs> in, the, in the middle of my like office or whatever, right. you know. So well, it's, it's good. Like, like we hope I wouldn't we, have it any other way. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we hope um, we spark debate. Yeah, I was super excited. You know, when you guys yeah. asked asked if I could come on or whatever, and um, yeah, this is this is a lot of fun. It's awesome. a good time. So yeah. thank you guys. We were glad to have you on. Where can people find you on the on the internet? So yes, I host a podcast as well. It is called the Main Quest Podcast. It's a retro gaming podcast where I'm basically replaying every game I owned or rented as a child, and then I discuss it on the show. Um, nice. I do dabble in modern games too. I did Final Fantasy VII Remake. I did Last of Us Two. I'm doing resident a series on resident evil. Um, so there's some modern ones in there here and there. Um, I would hesitate to call the show like a review show. <laughs> I guess some people would call it that. Like, I feel like it'd be more like, um, a critical observation 
Yeah, sure. definitely with analysis. Like, you know. Yes, with like a subsequent evaluation by the end of the episode. So, because I'm not scoring, putting scores to these or anything, I'm just kind of trying to determine uh, if I would recommend the game to somebody who's coming fresh into the game. Sure. Um, so, also, I want to make it very clear. It's not a nostalgia trip podcast or anything like that. <laughs> I'm not going in with rose tinted glasses most of the time. So, you know, if you see that I played a game like Castlevania and you're like, oh man, I really love Castlevania, just know that I'm really going to break down the game <laughs> oh, and no. probably poke fun at it. Right. Even if I do like the game myself. So, sure. just having fun. So, I think it's one of the things you do really well. I mean, it kind of came up when you started talking about Returnal with us. Um, I tend to be very positive on games. I love video games and I find the good points of all of them. And it took you, your podcast is phenomenal. I would recommend everybody goes and listens to it. Uh, the editing is flawless. And honestly, it's always entertaining. Um, the, I remember the I first time that. I kind of listened to you, I think it was a game that I have he- heavy nostalgia for. Mm-hmm. So you had let in almost alluding to the fact that you were kind of lukewarm on it. And I was like, Oh man, what is this guy talking about? But then (laughs) hearing how in depth your analysis goes, all the points you made, I was like, yeah, no, like all the points he's making are extremely valid. And uh, I think you ended with like a light recommend or something like that. Yeah. I could very much hate a game while I'm (laughs) playing it, but as I break it down on the show and talk about it, I get to a point where I'm like, no, this is a good game. Just because I didn't like it doesn't mean I would tell somebody to be like, no, stay away from this. Right. You know? Right. No, it's definitely, you do a great job, man. And we Thank appreciate you. you coming out and spending time with us. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. I mean, it's great. All the stuff that you guys are making, you Thank know, you. Thank you. except for, except for you, Ryan, for taking away what game Wednesday, but Brian, you're cool. You're still cool. <laughs> I understand. I understand. I'm out here breaking hearts. It's my job. Right. <laughs> It's my job. I set it up just in time to pull the rug out from under. (laughs) Well, very good. Those were some good lists and we've got a exciting show next week too, because I mean, E3 that we're here, it's already upon us and we're going to get some, hopefully some big news, but uh, we're going to, we're going to give a breakdown of that next week for that, for that show. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for that. That's always going to be good. Me too. And if you can't wait for our breakdown, I know, Keith, you are doing four episodes covering E3. I know you're a big fan of E3. I know you absolutely <laughs> love all the corporate. I, I cannot wait for all the commercials to be thrown at me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be doing starting Saturday, just a quick 20 minute episode, kind of breaking down the events and what was shown and stuff like that. Maybe get a little opinionated. I'm not really sure yet. I don't know. Yeah, also, I'm real sure quick, I, th- I forgot my socials. Can I throw those yeah, out real absolutely. quick? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you guys would like to get a hold of me, you can email me at mainquestpod at gmail.com. Um, I'm very active on Instagram, and that's the main quest on Instagram. A lot of the stuff that I talk about on the show and stuff that will be coming up on shows goes up on Instagram. Uh, very. I, post the schedule pretty frequently so if you see a game that's coming up and you want to play along it's kind of advised that you do um otherwise it's just something you can look forward to i also have a twitter if that's something you want to do <laughs> and that's, ah, that's, see i'm a twitter diehard and no one else likes it oh really yeah, yeah I, i'm on 
most of the time when I'm on Twitter, I'm reposting other people's stuff. Sure. So, uh, and that's at main quest pod on Twitter. Cool. We also have social media pages that we never mentioned, <laughs> literally never mentioned. We never like, we're, we're like those guys who always forget to say, leave us a review and like oh, follow man, us I'm on the same so- way. social media. I always yeah. forget about the review stuff, <laughs> but Hey, do it. If you made it this far, like, yeah, you, you probably like what you're listening to. So please feel free to leave us a review and, uh, like and subscribe no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) all right guys well it's been great great list and uh we hope everybody has a good week bye see ya later